Bobo Goes West, Chapter 5. Aziza hadn't fallen asleep just yet, not by a long shot. And keep your hands off my backpack, please, Aziza said. He withdrew his hand and stared out the window. You could never tell if Aziza was asleep or if she was just sitting there paying attention, watching you somehow. Barrett heard that cats could hear very well. I was just stretching, said Bobo. And true enough, he was. Driving was something that Bobo could do, but not something that he enjoyed very much. Bobo looked out at the mountains all around him. He didn't know exactly where he was because he'd been asleep for a really long time. Aziza must have driven all night long, and at the speed she was going, there was no telling where they were at. Bobo liked to drive about 65 miles an hour and no faster. He figured you never really needed to go any faster than that. Bobo drove for the better part of the day until about lunchtime when he started to feel hungry. He pulled off at the side of the road at the top of a hill. There were no other cars in sight, but as soon as the car slowed to a stop, Aziza sat up like a lightning bolt. Oh my gosh, how long have I been asleep? Where are we? What are you doing? What? Why did you stop? Where are you going? What, what are you doing? Bobo didn't know how to answer. How long have I been asleep? Oh, this is a colossal waste of time. How fast were you going? Bobo was actually kind of excited to be in a new and different location. Maybe he was in Nevada. Aziza, however, was not pleased at all. I'm taking back over this car, Aziza said. She pushed Bobo aside and got into the driver's seat. Immediately, she pressed on the accelerator and took off. Soon she was already going 100 miles an hour and headed down the road as fast as she could go. This'll never do. They'll find us out here. We gotta pull off and go somewhere else. Maybe we can find a side road and take a shortcut. Aziza found a likely candidate and turned the car down the dusty road. What are you talking about? I don't understand, said Bobo. Aziza gave Bobo a stern look, like she was having to state the obvious. <laughs> um, the dogs, she said, staring right at Bobo. What do you mean dogs? There was just one dog who stole my car, Bobo said. Oh, for heaven's sake, it's not all about you, you know. It's a much larger world than your little neck of the woods. It was quiet for a moment, and then Bobo asked, Okay, well, where are we headed now? As far away as we can get from that road, Aziza said. Maybe once we're away from them all, we can actually take a minute and contact some of my associates for help. Well, I could just use my cell phone, said Bobo helpfully. Aziza's eyes opened wide as she grabbed the phone out of his hands. What are you doing with that? They can track us with that. And she turned and threw Bobo's cell phone out the window. But my mother gave me that, said Bobo. Too bad you're going to have to get another one, she started to say, but then her voice trailed off as she noticed something in the distance. Wait a minute, hang on, there's something on the road up ahead. Bobo looked down the road ahead of him and saw what looked like a giant inflatable duck. As they got closer, it was a duck. At least it was something shaped like a duck. It was like a little rubber duck you might have in your bathtub, except for it was all lit up with lights, and there was about 10 or 15 people trying to get it over the crest of a hill. It was like a huge inflated balloon. All the people wore strange costumes and had purple paint all over their bodies. They were all working to pull the balloon down the road on the back of a flatbed trailer. Bobo could hear them yelling together, Pull! Pull! As the car pulled up alongside him, Bobo asked one of the purple people what they were doing. We're going to the Burning Man Festival, of course, said one of the purple people. Aziza simply rolled her eyes. Oh no, we're turning around right now, Aziza said. Bobo looked in the rearview mirror. Um, you better look behind you. It doesn't look like we're going to be able to turn around at all. 
Aziza looked in the mirror and saw that there was a long line of cars coming up directly behind them on the dirt road. Of all the times to turn down a one-lane road, Aziza said. Maybe if we just get around this duck, we can make it to the festival before they start, and then we can get out of here. So Aziza pulled around the duck and floored the accelerator. Aziza and Bobo drove on for a while, but pretty soon the road gave way to a big open flat area. They could see for miles there weren't any cacti and there were no big rocks. They were entering the playa, which is the big flat open plain where they have the Burning Man Festival in the Nevada desert. The dirt turned to white sand and suddenly everything was bright white. As Bobo looked around him, he could see large things looming in the distance and they kept coming up on strange sculptures. There was a huge octopus made out of paper mache and they went past a huge sculpture of a foot that was wiggling in the breeze. Finally, they came to a large fenced-in area. As they turned to go through the nearest gate, they could hear the man at the gate say, Sorry, you gotta pay to go through here. I'm not interested in going in, said Aziza. I just want to turn around and get back out of here. Well, you can't turn around because it's a really big line. There's cars backed up all the way to Carson City. How long will it take to drive around this festival, Aziza asked, exasperated. Mm, I'll tell you what, I'll let you in, but just promise to drive all the way through and out the other side. Then you can take the north road out of the valley. Frustrated, Aziza breathed an audible sigh. All right, then. He zoomed through the gate and entered the festival as the sun was going down. They approached illuminated shelters and tents everywhere. RVs, there were people juggling fire. And everybody seemed to have on strange costumes, riding bicycles and waving at one another. As they got closer and closer to the center, Bobo could see a large sculpture in the distance. It was taller than anything else. It stretched up as tall as a small building. Is that the Burning Man? said Bobo. Yep, and it's getting pretty crowded. This is where we parked the car. Aziza stopped the car and they got out and started to walk towards the Burning Man on foot. Things got crazier and crazier the closer they got. There were more people talking and dancing. There was loud music. There were fireworks. There were so many bright lights. It was getting dark and everybody seemed to put on some sort of glowing costume. Aziza grabbed Bobo's hand and pulled him through the crowd. Are we just going to leave the car there? Bobo asked. Yep, said Aziza. I've got my backpack and you've got your duffel bag. And let's head straight towards the center of this thing. I think I have an idea. Oh, there's a lot of weird people walking around, said Bobo. Aziza didn't seem to be slowing down, so Bobo just did the best he could to keep up. How are we ever going to get out of here? Bobo tried to yell over the loud music. Aziza turned quickly to Bobo and shouted, Golf cart, get on this golf cart. What golf cart? This one, she said. She ran up and tackled somebody who was dressed like a large platypus and pushed him out of the golf cart. Let's go, she said, pulling Bobo aboard. Oh, sorry about that, Bobo said to the platypus man. Pardon me, we're borrowing your golf cart, he tried to say. Bobo held on tight. What choice did he have but to go along with Aziza? Everything around him was so crazy, and she seemed to be the only one who knew what was going on. She appeared to be heading for the great big sculpture. In fact, as the golf cart drew them closer, Bobo could see tall neon lights that went all the way up the outside of the sculpture. Oh, don't they light that one on fire, said Bobo. Not until the last night of the festival, Aziza said. 
As they got closer, they could see smoke billowing out of the bottom. Oh no, it's not safe, said Bobo. They're going to light it on fire. Oh no, they're not. Come with me. We're climbing up, Aziza said. Aziza pulled Bobo up a ladder that led up the side of the Burning Man. As they climbed higher and higher, Bobo looked down and could see a galaxy of lights below them. He didn't know what Aziza was doing or where she was going, but he didn't want to fall. As they reached the head of the Burning Man, at the tippy top of the sculpture, there was a small wooden door, which Aziza opened up, and Bobo and Aziza got inside. Normally, the head would have been made entirely of wood, but Bobo realized that there was some sort of metal capsule in the middle. It kind of looked like a spaceship, and as they walked towards it, Aziza pushed in a 12-digit code on the keypad that was next to the door. How did you know how to do that? He asked Aziza. It's just as I suspected. This is our ticket out of here. Come on, Bobo. The door opened and they both went inside. Is it okay to do this? Bobo asked and looked around at all the buttons and lights inside the space capsule. I don't think you want to be outside right now, Aziza said. Look below you. Bobo looked through a porthole that was near the floor. He could see five or six dogs climbing up the ladder they had just come up. Who are they, he said, and why are they chasing us? Well, hold on tight. We're not going to stick around to find out, Aziza said. She pulled Bobo down into a seat, fastened his seatbelt, and then pressed a big red button that was marked Launch. A low, rumbling sound started to shake everything. Suddenly, the capsule started to move, and it lifted upwards off the top of the great sculpture. Bobo looked down through the window in the floor, and he could see the dogs below falling off the ladders as the backwash from the propulsion pushed them downwards. The dogs shook their fists and shouted something angrily towards the capsule as it took off. What's happening? said Bobo. We're leaving those dogs behind, Aziza said. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Bobo thought that those dogs did look kind of bad. Maybe not like rubbish, but not very nice either. He held on as Aziza flew the capsule up into the night sky. She banked hard to the left and then hit the accelerator, and once again they shot off into the darkness. Tune in next week when you'll hear Bobo say, Aziza, look out! That dog has a net! 